Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this episode where I'm sharing some of my favorite reads of 2021 so far. Welcome back. I'm your host, Steph Clark, and each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading and do the reading so you don't have to. This week, though, is a little bit different. It's already the end of March. I don't know how. I have no idea how this has happened, but here we are at the end of March 2021, and I am 13 books down on my 2021 reading challenge. That was 1-3-13, in case you got a little bit worried that I was already 30 books down. That would be impressive. Long-term listeners might remember that I'm aiming for 40 books to read this year, which is lower than my 2019 and 2020 reading goals as I tackle, or my idea is to tackle some bigger reads that I've been putting off in 2021. So given we are already one quarter of the way through the year, I wanted to share some of the books that I've been reading so far. There's some new reads, there's some older books in there as well that I have just really enjoyed. I don't always get to share the books that I'm reading immediately or or feature those on podcast episodes immediately. So I thought it'd be quite a nice way to share with you some things I've been reading. Now, if you do want to follow my reading journey, I recommend following me on Instagram. I usually share a little bit more updated information on the books I'm reading and also on Goodreads. If you want to connect on Goodreads and follow what I'm reading and how I'm rating them, and I do add a few more reviews there, then that is another good place to follow me. So I will put the links to those in the show notes and you can hit follow. I'm going to share five books with you from the 13 books that I've read so far and the ones that I have particularly enjoyed. It's a bit of a mix, so let's get into it. First up is The Big One, Promised Land by Barack Obama. I loved this book. It was a huge read. It took me weeks to read, which is quite unusual, and and weeks of what felt like solid reading rather than just weeks because I hadn't been reading it very often. I love the behind the scenes perspective on his presidency. And if you aren't aware, a very, very quick summary of the book is it is Barack Obama's memoir from really his childhood through to his end of his first term and going for re-election as president of the United States. And I particularly enjoyed the autobiographical nature of it and finding out a little bit more about his life and what some of the things that shaped his influence and shaped the way he thought about things and his approach to life. But really the stuff that was, for me, was really good was how he really felt. So in certain situations that happened during his presidency, what was he really thinking about that at the time? Some of the frustrations, the realities of it, and particularly when it comes to the compromises you have to make apparently to get bills passed. And also the disappointment that actually you go in and particularly someone like Obama who certainly critics would say he's a bit too idealistic. He went in thinking he was going to be able to change all these things and then realising that actually to get anything passed, things have to be watered down so much to make them appetising to the other side or to some of the more moderate people on his in his own party meant that some things didn't get through in the way that he really wanted them to go through. So it's an incredibly human story about the, the loneliness of being in the position that he was in and also the friendships that he had and the people that really kept him going and the humour behind a lot of that too and especially in particularly stressful situations. So this is a book I really enjoyed, I would recommend. There is an element of US politics covered in it but not in a way that I found particularly overwhelming or distracting but also personally I found it quite interesting to find out oh really that's how that works particularly words that I had heard of but wasn't really sure about the ins and outs and the the mechanics of it. So that was Promised Land by Barack Obama. I still think by the end of this year it might still be one of the best books I've read in 2021. 
The second book is Think Again by Adam Grant, which was his new book, came out in February. It's all about changing your mind. I think it is essential reading in these divided times we find ourselves living in. And it focuses on the idea of separating our beliefs from our identities. And so that's one of the fundamental ideas of that book. It's an important first step for better conversations and being able to actually have a two-way debate in a in a positive way that actually might change our own minds and might change the other person's mind rather than just attacking and seeing things or seeing the world as, as binaries as we sometimes unfortunately are, are doing. Both this book, Think Again, and Promised Land, which I just mentioned, I have talked about on the podcast already. I'll put a link to those episodes in the show notes for this episode. So if you want to go back and do a little binge on those ones, you can do. So that was Think Again by Adam Grant. The third book is actually two books, which you may think is cheating, but don't forget, it's my podcast, so my rules. And the two books are Keep Going and Show Your Work by Austin Cleon. I love the creativity in Austin's work and it is such a treat to read a non-fiction book that has such deep wisdom in it, but it is presented in such an aesthetically pleasing way. It is well designed and it is quite beautiful and very simple. Both books will give you a pep talk and a bit of a kick in the bum to help you keep creating and not hide your work away from the world. They are books that I love having on my bookshelf. They stand out because they are designed in such a different way to most nonfiction books. And they're great ones just to pick up, turn to almost any page and get the, the message or the bum kick that you need for that day to take into the world and take into your work that you are doing. Austin also has a great weekly newsletter. It's probably the one that I click the most links in. It's one of the ones I really look forward to reading every week because he goes in different places and he always really inspires me to create more and really challenge my own creative pursuits and activities that I'm doing and how I could be a bit more creative, even just some of the everyday things I'm doing. So that was Keep Going and Show Your Work, both by Austin Cleon. The fourth book I want to talk about is Magnetic Stories. I really enjoyed this one. It is Gabrielle Dolan's seventh book, which came out this month in March, and it's a bit of a delight. I really enjoy a deep dive book that sticks on one topic and doesn't cover more than it needs to, and Rao has done a great job of doing that. It is packed with excellent examples of companies telling stories that connect and connect themselves as a company with their customers, their clients, their audience, whoever it happens to be. And very helpfully, Rao summarizes the key aspects of a great story from the examples that she shares and a framework that you can use to tell yours. It's a really practical book and I had lots of aha moments and oh yeah, I could do that really easily moments. So it's not something that you're gonna feel overwhelmed at having to do. A lot of this could probably just be a slight differential piece of effort to work you're already doing. So that was Magnetic Stories by Gabrielle Dolan. I have covered that one in the last couple of weeks, so I'll put a link to that episode in these show notes too. So if you missed that one, you can go back and listen to it to find out more. Finally, book number five is Designing Your Life by the Stanford professors Dave Evans and Bill Burnett. Dave and Bill use design thinking techniques to help you throw away some of the myths of life and career. So some of the things that you might have fallen into the trap of believing, such as when you finish university or, or school or whatever your education is, that you have to stick to that particular career path that you studied and that is it forevermore. 
or feeling that it's too late to change and do something different. The majority of these things are myths and I am very much on board with this particular way of thinking. So they help you dispel some of those myths and create a life you want. They do this using design thinking, as I mentioned, and it takes you through activities from exploring potential different lives. That was a particular activity I really enjoyed. Prototyping some alternatives and working out how you could test those without having to make a huge commitment into retraining or moving to another another part of the world or whatever it happens to be and tweaking and experimenting along the way it's refreshing and it's exciting and it is perfect if you're stuck or if you've bought into any of those particular myths around life and career that society would have believe is a universal truth some of the activities and discussion points or thought experiments in the book make for excellent dinner table conversations as well. I really enjoyed having a conversation with my boyfriend over dinner the other day where we talked about the life odyssey, which is one of the sections of the book. And they talk about how you have to come up with three alternative lives. And really what this is challenging is that we don't all just have one right path, which I particularly enjoyed. So that was quite a fun conversation on where we would live, what would we be doing if we had these alternate lives, which could be possible. So that was Designing Your Life by Dave Evans and Bill Burnett. So there we go, the five books that I have most enjoyed at the start of 2021. Promised Land by Barack Obama, Think Again by Adam Grant, Keep Going and Show Your Work, the two books by Austin Cleon, Magnetic Stories by Gabrielle Dolan and Designing Your Life by David Evans and Bill Burnett. If you've read some great books this quarter, I'd love to hear from you. My contact details, as usual, are in the show notes. Head over there to say hi and talk books with me. Next week is the Easter weekend, so I'm taking a little bit of a long weekend and enjoying that time off. But don't worry, you won't go without a podcast. I'll be sharing one of the previous episodes, which you may have missed, but one that is particularly popular. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. And I will see you for a super fresh and new episode in two weeks time. But until then, happy reading.